0: I can't wait for you to experience the magic of this beautiful gratitude journal for mothers. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and before we get started with today's episode, I have an exciting announcement for you. I will be teaching a class at Pinner's Conference in Utah, which is happening on Friday, November 4th, and Saturday, November 5th, and I would love for you to come. Pinner's is a conference featuring over 100 classes on a huge variety of topics, and it's also a market with over 200 small businesses featuring their creative, unique products. Many of the classes are very creative and hands-on, such as learning how to hand letter or make sourdough bread or create a beautiful centerpiece. So if you are a crafty, creative type, grab some girlfriends, your sisters, or even your daughter and come spend a weekend connecting, creating, and learning. The class I'm teaching is not crafty, but I promise to make it fun. I will be teaching three ways to avoid mom burnout on saturday november 5th at eleven thirty a.m and this is the first in-person speaking engagement that i've accepted in several years so if you live near sandy utah come to penners because i want to meet you this is also a great place to get all of your holiday shopping done in one swoop because the vendors who will be there have super unique and high quality products 3 and 30 is actually going to have a booth there selling our flex of gold journal So if you come stop by and say hi to me and my team members, we are so excited to see you. Pinners has events all over the country and you can find out if there's one in your area by going to pinnersconference.com. And if you're interested in attending my class in Utah on Saturday, November 5th, go to ut.pinnersconference.com and get signed up. That's ut.pinnersconference.com and I will put the link in the show notes. I spent the last several months working on the launch of the Self-Assured Motherhood program, overhauling the website and workbook, refining the curriculum, and trying to get the word out to as many women as possible through our marketing campaigns. The launch ended on Friday, and I'm thrilled to say that we have 75 amazing women who signed up for this round. I'm so excited to get to know them better, and all the hard work was worth it. When I was in the midst of preparing for this launch, I was feeling very stretched and overwhelmed. And I remembered that I'd had a similarly busy season a few years ago when I was preparing for several in-person workshops and big projects and events. And I remembered that I'd recorded an Instagram Live with three takeaways about how I was getting through that season and maintaining some semblance of balance and emotional and mental health. So I actually went back and watched the Instagram Live so I could hear some of my own words of wisdom. And I loved the takeaways that I shared there, so I decided to re-air that Instagram Live here on the podcast in case some of you are in busy seasons and need some tips for how to manage it all with less stress. So I'll play the audio recording of that here in a second. First, I want to remind you of something. Do you remember a few months ago when I did a giveaway with Care crates, custom care packages? I asked all of you to leave the podcast a rating and review if you hadn't already. And I told you that three lucky women would be getting a custom care package for me. Well, that giveaway is over, and I've tried to get the word out to the winners through my Instagram and email newsletter, but I've only heard back from one woman. The other two women who left these winning reviews have not yet claimed their care packages. So I'm going to read those reviews to you now. And if this is your review, email hello at 330 podcastcom with your address, and I'll get you your care package ASAP. And just for the record, these winners were randomly selected. They weren't chosen on the basis of the quality of their review, although I must say their reviews are incredibly kind. They were just randomly selected from those who entered a review during the month of the giveaway. Okay, so here are those winning reviews. The first comes from Northeast 7, and the title is Simple, Doable, Impactful. She says, I'm a mom, therefore I don't have gobs of extra time. This podcast puts all the best mom information in 30 minutes. And then because I do get distracted by the little humans in my life, it sums it all up at the end in three quick doable takeaways. This podcast is a necessary tool for my tool pouch. Easy to listen to, very informative, and perhaps most importantly, it leaves me with an I can do this attitude. It's a gift to be a mother. This podcast helps me to remember that. I don't have to mother. I get to mother. The second review is from Real Life Mom, and the title is Playbook for Meaningful Motherhood. She says, Being a mother has always been my biggest dream, but when I finally got there, I felt lost. I found this podcast at a low time, and it has helped me to truly find meaning in motherhood. It gives me tools to feel more capable and confident. Even the episodes I don't think apply to me end up being so inspirational. Thank you, Rachel, for giving me a resource that is helping me become the mother I want to be while finding joy in the process. And I just want to say thank you, right back to these two women, for their incredibly generous words about the show and for taking the time to do that. And if you wrote either of those reviews, send an email to hello at 3 30 podcast to claim your prize. And if you're listening to the podcast right now and realize that you have never left a review for the show, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate it. I actually set a goal to get to 2,200 reviews by the end of the summer. It's September and we're at 2,183. So I didn't quite meet that goal. I need 17 more to get to that nice, even number. So if you could take a few minutes to do that, I would be so incredibly grateful. I read every review and they lift me up when I'm feeling discouraged or exhausted. So thank you so much for doing that. Okay, let's get into today's episode, which is short and sweet, but full of some really great advice, if I do say so myself. Here's the audio of an Instagram Live I did several years ago about how to not stress even in your busiest seasons. Here we go. Hello, friends. As I hope you know, we are celebrating the second birthday of 3 and 30 this month, and I have asked all of you to share your own three takeaways about anything that excites you. It could be life motherhood, something entirely different, but share those on social media or in person with the people you love and definitely share them with me because I love learning from you. So be sure to tag me or send me an email telling me your three takeaways. So today I'm going to share mine. And these come from a personal place right now because As you may have noticed if you've been following along, I have been exceptionally busy the last six weeks, and I don't say that with pride because I agree with what so many people say that being busy is not a badge of honor, but it's just the way it's been. I went into this season looking at everything that was on my calendar and realizing that it was too much, but I also decided that I couldn't or didn't want to cut any of it because it's All creating opportunities for me that's going to free up a lot of time later. So, I had that discussion with my husband. We looked at it all and we decided together that I was just going to go for it and I was going to do it all. But things have been extremely busy. And yet, I feel like I've been doing pretty well mentally, which is unusual for me, honestly. Usually, when I get really busy, I kind of spiral. So, I am going to share today my three takeaways on how to maintain mental stability even in really, really busy, overwhelming seasons. Okay, first takeaway is this. Make a list. Make a T-chart list that has on one side what must be done, and on the other side what would be nice to get done. I did this Last week or two weeks ago, when I was prepping for my in-person workshops in Utah and at the beginning of the week, I felt so overwhelmed by all of the little details that needed to happen for that event to take place. I sat down and I made the T-chart and I realized that really, I only had two things left that needed to happen in order for that event to take place. The rest of it was would be nice if it happened. So the needed to happens where I needed workbooks printed and I needed to order food for the attendees. The rest of the stuff was like decor and snacks and like extra details to make the day special. And I care about all of that, but the workshop could still go on if none of that ever happened. And just sorting out those two categories gave me a lot of mental peace. And cut down on the chatter of like, you're never going to be able to do it. You're never going to be able to do it. Because once I recognized that really it was only two things that had to happen, I could relax. And honestly, I think I got most of the stuff on the other list done too. But it just was a good clarifying activity for me to realize that it didn't all have to be done. Only a few things needed to be done. So that's takeaway number one. Let's take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Are you feeling stuck with any decisions that need to be made or problems going on in your family or personal life? I want you to know that I cannot recommend therapy highly enough, especially for mothers who are trying to manage their children's emotional needs in addition to their own. Therapy has helped me recognize thought and behavior patterns around situations, which helps me solve problems more quickly. It's so empowering to be able to find our own solutions instead of feeling stuck or helpless. Through my years of counseling, I've learned tools that make me much less likely to lose my temper or to worry excessively about my kids in situations I have no control over. And I've been so grateful to have a confidential place to talk through many of my struggles. Therapy is an incredible tool to help you build your emotional wellness, which in turn will mean that you're better equipped to teach your kids how to build theirs. BetterHelp makes it easy to get started with a counselor without overthinking it. You simply fill out a confidential questionnaire at BetterHelp.com 3in30, and they will match you with a counselor within about 48 hours. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 3in30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash 3in30. This podcast is also sponsored by KiwiCo. You know those seemingly random things you learn as a child that you'll never forget? Like learning in science class that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? Fostering a lifelong love of learning for our children is so important. KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. One of the KiwiCo lines we are loving right now in our house is the doodle crate for Sally. She's my kid who has a harder time with independent play, and I knew I was going to need some projects for her that she could do on her own while I worked over the summer, and so I signed her up for the doodle crate. One of her favorite projects was the desktop corkboard. This project even had a QR code in the pamphlet, so she was able to watch a video of someone doing the project, which was so helpful and made the project even more fun for her. Now she's loving being able to hang up pictures and notes in her room on her corkboard. I love what KiwiCo says about the doodle crate. With projects to foster creativity to build inner confidence and a strong sense of self, kids also learn to tackle other challenges with tenacity and persistence. You'll be surprised at how high-quality the materials are. These are real engineering science and art projects for children. Something else I appreciate about KiwiCo is that there is no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. Spark the love of learning today with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code 3in30 at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o.com, promo code 3in30. Takeaway number two, choose just three essential things for your self-care that you will not sacrifice, no matter how busy you are. Then make sure that you do those things every single day. And self-care is kind of like a trendy word. It can get kind of a bad rap. I like to call it soul care. Those things that really nourish you and keep you mentally stable. These can be tiny little things like making your bed. That always makes me feel better when my bed is made. Getting ready for the day versus staying greasy and in my pajamas all day. Drinking water. Going to bed at a decent time. Maybe it's scripture. Maybe it's, but it can't be all of it. In your ideal life, maybe you're doing all of those things consistently. And if you are, you're amazing. But I feel like when you're in a super, super busy season, expecting that you're going to have full and complete self-care every day, at least for me, is just not reasonable. But there's got to be a minimum there. I took a personality profile once that told me that I am a perpetual. And what that means is that when I get engaged in a project, I completely lose all sense of time. I don't have a natural sense of time. I get completely engulfed. My energy is perpetual for that activity. I forget to eat meals. I forget to sleep, things like that. Now, some of you are going to be listening to that and you're going to be like, I don't relate to that in the slightest. I could never forget to eat a meal. But some of you are going to be listening and think that's me totally. So especially if you are a perpetual personality, it's very important that you choose three things that you will not sacrifice, that you will do every day. And for me, one of those things needs to be eating meals. Like I actually have to set a timer to remind myself to do it. Bedtime, I haven't been doing either of those things in the last few weeks consistently. And I recently had an appointment with my counselor who I see a couple of times a month and she's awesome. And she reminded me like, let's get you at least three basic things that you're doing every single day, regardless of how busy you are. So I am recommitting to that. My third takeaway is to refuse to spiral, to refuse to go there when your brain is telling you that you can't do it all. This is something that I also told my counselor the other day. She said, how are you doing with self-care? And I said, honestly, my like physical self-care has been kind of bad. Like I've been staying up super late, not taking really good care of my body, not exercising. But my mental self-care I feel like has been really good and that's made all the difference. And what I mean by that is, I have refused to be mean to myself. And any time that a thought comes in, you can't do this, this is too much, you're lame, whatever. I just am like, nope, not going there. I am not spiraling. When I was in college, I used to do this thing where I would get really overwhelmed and I would like collapse to the ground. And it was to be funny. I would do it to my roommates and my husband while he was my fiance then um, and say, stress is overtaking my body. Stress is overtaking my body. And we'd all laugh. But like what you say becomes real. And so when I constantly was saying like, I'm so stressed out, stress is overtaking my body. I can't do it all. That's what I believed. And so that became real. In the end, I always did end up getting all the things done, but it was just so much harder when I was in a mindset that stress is overtaking my body versus just telling myself every day, I can do this. I can do this one thing at a time. I'm being really aware of those negative thoughts and just refusing to believe them. That's maybe easier said than done. And Maybe you need a more concrete strategy for that. If you do, you could go back and listen to episode 12 of my show, which is called how to stop being mean to yourself. And I share some really concrete strategies of ways to combat the negative voices in your head and just constantly telling yourself, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And when you have the thought that says, I can't, it's too much, to say, nope, I'm not gonna listen to you. So those are my three takeaways for getting through a really busy season with at least some semblance of sanity. (laughs) The first is... Make two lists, one that is things that actually must be done, and the other that is things that it would be nice to get done. Second takeaway, choose just three self-care essentials, and they can be really tiny, that you will do every single day to take care of yourself, no matter how busy you are. And third takeaway, refuse to spiral into despair, because what you say to yourself becomes true. There's absolutely no point in wasting energy, emotional energy, feeling overwhelmed. I know you can do it. I would love to hear your ideas for how you get through busy times and stay well. And I hope you guys are having a great day. Thanks for being here. That's it, my friends. Short and sweet, but hopefully powerful for you. I've continued to do that T-chart exercise in the years since, and I've simplified the columns, On one side, I write necessary, and on the other side, I write nice. Necessary to do, nice to do. It's so good to help me see the difference and relieves my stress a lot. So I hope you can use that tip and the other two if you're in a busy season right now. As always, I'm here believing in you and rooting for you, and I hope you have a great week with your family.